Today's scripture reading comes from Matthew 27, verses 29 through 35, and 62 through 66. And after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on his head. They put a reed in his right hand and knelt before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. After mocking him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. As they went out, they came upon a man from Cyrene named Simon. They compelled this man to carry his cross. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among themselves by casting lots. The next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember what that impostor said while he was still alive. After three days, I will rise again. Therefore, command the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may go and steal him away and tell the people he has been raised from the dead, and the last deception would be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard of soldiers. Go, make it as secure as you can. So they went with the guard and made the tomb secure by stealing the stone. Good morning. I'm feeling pretty good today. My Lord is up and on the loose. And the choir took me back to a very happy occasion just a few moments ago. Uh, when I was in seminary in Indianapolis, the United Methodist Church installed a new bishop. His name is Woody White. And the installation was at North United Methodist Church there in Indianapolis, where about 2,000 of us gathered to install the bishop. And when it came time to begin the ceremony, the song that was lifted was Lift High the Cross. Uh, and we need to be clear, we weren't lifting high the cross as if we were lifting high the bishop. 
It was the bishop who led the procession carrying the cross on a pole, and 2,000 voices all tried to outperform or outsing the other 1,999, and I will never forget that moment when I will say my bishop, because though I was a member of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, my student ministry was served in the United Methodist Church. And Woody White came to be a trusted advisor and friend, though it was never unclear that he as bishop was in charge. My wife lifted the activities of this weekend, so I won't go over them all. I am in celebration of them all. A couple of things I would mention. Uh, one is that I've not seen 75 to 80 folks in this sanctuary in a while, and you look good. I don't know how many have joined us on Facebook or will later view us on Facebook, but Right now, my mind's not on the hundreds who used to be in the pews. My mind is on this 75 or 80 who have gathered to worship together today. And I spoke earlier of the robin, but it was not a robin, but there's a little bird that told me that today is Karen Moon's birthday. And we want to wish you a happy birthday, Karen. Later on, I'll get my hands on you and give you your birthday hug. Others might do as well. The sermon is entitled Unstoppable Love. You've heard several of us mention that topic. That's what we're focused on. We are celebrating the fact that we serve a God whose love is unstoppable. For generations, before the coming of Christ. For generations we waited for the one who was to redeem Israel, the one who would fix things, the one who would bring forgiveness and grace. We waited for generations for the one to come, and then God came down. God came down in love. God came down with unstoppable love. God came down and the love of God was unstoppable. The prophets loved us. Jeremiah and Isaiah, all the prophets loved the people of God and loved the God of the people. But ultimately, each prophet was in some form silenced or killed or disregarded, sometimes the prophet, just like we preachers, simply fell short. My love is stoppable. I'll take it as far as I can go, and I love every one of you, but you can't get where you're going based on what I have to say or offer. We're here celebrating the unstoppable love of our God the unstoppable love of Jesus who came down. And when he came down, it seemed to everyone that he was unstoppable. Even those who opposed him saw his love to be too much to contend with. It was love which John Coltrane called a love supreme. His love was seen and experienced as unstoppable. And then, you know how they do it in the song. And then 
It seemed that the unstoppable love had been stopped. Maybe he should have followed his own counsel when he said, render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's and the things that are God render to God. Maybe those elders were simply too clever. I don't know if any of you have been in the pastoral role of having to try and outmaneuver a bunch of elders. Jesus had that to do every day. Maybe the Pharisees had too much authority to overcome, too much power to put in check. Maybe it was too much to be God and human all at the same time. It looked like the unstoppable love that Jesus had brought seemed to have been stopped. Jesus was arrested on Thursday night. He was beaten, he was deprived, he was even humiliated in defeat. The unstoppable, it seemed, had been stopped. And so the scripture that was read today tells in very clear terms of Jesus not being able to take another step. On the way to the cross, the cross on Golgotha, which is the hill where the cross was, Jesus had to go uphill carrying that old rugged cross. And on the way up the hill, on the way to Golgotha, Jesus fell down several times until finally they compelled Simon to carry the cross for Jesus. Simon was a black man from Africa, from Cyrene, which is in modern-day Libya. Simon, in some versions, offered to carry the cross, and in other versions was compelled. But either way, Simon acted in response to Jesus not being able to take another step. I don't know if any of you have ne ever reached that moment where you couldn't take another step. I reached it in Vietnam when I was so hot and yet so tired that I had to stop in the middle of an open field where my life might have been taken from me in simply a moment, stopping in an open field. But didn't matter. I didn't have another step in me right then. Jesus at that point on the way up the hill to Golgotha, could not take another step. He didn't refuse to go. He was cooperative with all of what was unfolding because he knew it was God's will, but Jesus reached a moment where it took some help to get him up the hill. And so at that moment, the unstoppable love seemed to have been stopped. We talk about Jesus as fully God and fully human, and most of us pick one. I want to say to you that on the way up that hill, Jesus was fully human. Jesus as God never gets tired. Jesus as God never falls short. But the human Jesus, who was in his last day of being fully human, fell short at that time. It was on Friday that Jesus was stopped. The human Jesus was stopped. 
The human Jesus was hung on a cross and crucified. The human Jesus fell short, not because of a lack of will, but because that's what it is to be human. Your humanity runs out at some moment. Every one of us will one day conclude our humanity. And Jesus went to the cross. And they killed that human, Jesus. They mocked him. They spit on him. They stabbed him. They beat him. They killed and then they buried that human, Jesus. But God, you see, is unstoppable. And we know that today is not Good Friday. Today is Easter. They buried the human Jesus, and Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, Jesus, the God of heaven, got up from the tomb. The Jesus who could not carry the cross on Friday moved a mighty boulder out of the way to get out of that tomb on Sunday. He was unstoppable and he remains to this day to be unstoppable. I want to praise my God that there is no limit to the love and no limit to the possibilities. I want to join with the Apostle Paul as he said, For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, the unstoppable love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. If you are thankful that Jesus loves us with love that is unstoppable. In your own way, thank God right now for that unstoppable love.